the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Mike Gallagher. So we found the quote uh, to, uh, from uh, Paul Vallis. Again, typical Chicago situation. The FOP endorses him, and then the FOP invites DeSantis to come speak. So, of course, now he's between a rock and a hard place. And here's what he said. I wholeheartedly agree with Governor Pritzker that there is simply no place in Chicago for a right-wing extremist like Ron DeSantis. And I'm disappointed in FOP leadership for inviting him to speak. And then he goes on to lie about DeSantis banning DeSantis's record of banning books on black history. That's such a bald-faced lie. He's not banning books on black history. This is not in line with my values, the values of our community, or the values of the rank-and-file police officers who I believe have no interest in getting swept up in culture wars. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you, why don't you talk to some of the cops in Chicago and see if they don't align very nicely with DeSantis or Trump or a, a, a typical Republican. So, believe me, before we get out the ticker tape parade materials for Paul Vallis, this guy's a piece of work, too. But he's no Lori Lightfoot, because Lori Lightfoot, as mayor of Chicago, is no more. Dan Proft is uh, the morning host on AM560, The Answer in Chicago, along with Amy Jacobson. Uh, Dan, you're smiling today. You know, I think a lot of Chicagoans are probably enjoying this defeat uh, of Lori Lightfoot uh, a little too much. Well, yeah, when more than eight in 10 Chicagoans vote against the incumbent mayor, then that's a pretty strong indicator that it's time for somebody new, and most Chicagoans understand that. But as yep. you were saying with Vallis, and certainly with his opponent, Brandon Johnson, um, to you know, t- today, t- last night, and today we celebrate for tomorrow, we may be in base, uh, embracing maximum Marxism. And so that, that's the concern, is uh, it's good to issue a repudiation of Lightfoot but come April 4th, the runoff election, are we going to see things really improve in the city of Chicago? And I'm a skeptic. Yeah, and and I was just talking to a caller before you joined us who was telling us a little bit about this Brandon Johnson. But in the scheme of things, I, I think we probably need to, as you said, embrace the moment at least. This is historic. I, I was reading this is the first time in 40 years a one-term um, Chicago mayor has been defeated. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a machine. You're very familiar with machine towns. This has been a machine town for a long time, right. and uh, the powers of incumbency are massive uh, for the mayor of the city of Chicago. So you really have to make an effort to uh, destroy yourself the way that Lori Lightfoot did among a body politic that actually agrees with you when it comes to policies. Remember, this was not a repudiation of Lori Lightfoot's policies; it was a repudiation of the consequences of her policies that a lot of Chicagoans otherwise support when they don't connect the dots. But more than anything, it was a repudiation of her personality. She was just so personally off-putting, so personally disdainful, uh, that people had enough of her 
And so they decided to you know, rearrange the deck chairs, but but we're still sailing toward the iceberg. What, what I'm excited about, Dan, is seeing a rejection, even in a blue-blue city like Chicago, of these progressive uh, progressives who believe in this radical criminal justice reform, as they like to call it. And, you know, you look throughout the country, you look at Larry Krasner uh, in, in, in Pennsylvania, Alvin Bragg in New York, Kim Fox in, in your town. I mean, you've, you've got these progressives who somehow believe that the whole system is racist and rigged, and therefore we're not going to have cash bail, we're, we're not going to sentence people to jail for crimes, and and it's not working. I mean, you saw the video of the of the the young black guy who just executed a white homeless guy in St. Louis this week. It was captured on video. This is very real for these cities. People who live in these cities and work in these cities are experiencing just hell, hell on earth. Uh, do do you share my optimism that maybe the tide is turning as a result of Lori Lightfoot's stunning defeat? No, I don't. Um, Kim, Kim Fox was reelected uh, two years ago uh, in Cook County because of the city of Chicago. Uh, the city of Chicago residents and the politicians in this race running for mayor all support the Safety Act in Illinois, which is exactly what you're talking about. No cash bail, decarceration right. of criminals, uh, anti-prosecution, anti-incarceration of habitual offenders. You had 55 percent of those who voted yesterday voted for an out-and-proud Marxist of one candidate or the other. Right. So I think there's a long way to go to be able to say that Chicago residents are really interested in a paradigm shift. I think they repudiated Lori Lightfoot because, as I said, she was just so antagonistic personally. But Brandon Johnson, for example, in the runoff, is even more hardcore Marxist than Lori Lightfoot was. And Paul Vallis, as you were just talking about with his comments against DeSantis and other comments he's made, is, you know, put his pee hat on and he's pandering because he thinks that's the way to get to the mayor's office. I don't think he's right, but that's what he's doing. So I, I think what you have in the choices, much like you had with Eric Adams in New York, right. you have people hoping that Eric Adams is going to be something markedly different. You have people hoping that Paul Vallis is going to be something markedly different. But I think what your choice really is, is between somebody who will more orderly manage the decline of Chicago versus someone who will press the pedal to the floor and destroy the city with catastrophic economic and justice policy. Well, it's interesting, too, that, 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 that the left um, seems to think that I, I was reading uh, over at the New Republic, the conservative pseudo-Democrat could become Chicago's next mayor. They're calling Paul Vallis uh, a, a conservative pseudo-Democrat. Well, right. But I mean, re remember that, you know, anything left of Lenin is conservative to the new Republic <laughs> and people right. like that. What, what Paul Vallis did was sort of, you know, have a dalliance with center right voters because he wanted to get funding from center right businessmen, which he did, right. because that was the only pathway for him to get the money he needed to compete. But soon, as soon as he got the money and as soon as he was positioned, being the only white candidate in the race of nine, to make the runoff, then he did exactly what you were just referencing. He uh, went on a full frontal assault uh, against center-right voters, made a mockery of their support, um, uh, ruthlessly and erroneously attacked Ron DeSantis. And that's not the only example. And Paul Vallis has been a guy looking for an office for the better part of years. This is the first election he's won, but not the first election in which he has run. 
And so I just don't trust the act. And right. because he uh, had some overtures to center-right voters for a, a finite period of time, doesn't make him a conservative Democrat or, or anything like the New Republic is describing. We're visiting with Dan Proft. He's a morning host on AM560, The Answer, in Chicago, our, our, our station in Chicago. Proud to be on their team and always love to catch up with you, Dan, when we have a chance. I want you to hear a little bit of Lori Lightfoot's concession speech. She also told a reporter apparently this morning who said, were you treated unfairly? And she said, well, of course, I'm a black woman in America. And here's a little bit of her, her, her concession speech last night. ago, I looked into the camera and spoke directly to young people of color who look like me and to every kid who felt like I did um, when I grew up. And I'm going to do that again tonight. I told you back then that anything is possible with hard work. And I want you to know that no matter what happens along the way, you should always believe that because it's true. Believe that you can bring about change. Believe that uh, you matter. And believe that you can love who you want to love and do what you want to do and be who you want to be. You will not be defined by how um, you fall. You will be defined by how hard you work and how much you do good for other people. Well, I would agree with her that anything is possible, including your landslide defeat. Mayor Lightfoot. Can you imagine her saying that the reason she lost now is because she's a black woman in America and she was treated unfairly? Well, I mean, it's it's how she ended is how she started. And it's uh, it's it's the tale of Lori Lightfoot. That's why she got demolished yesterday. She when she won or when she ran and then won, she said, I'm the triple threat. I'm black. I'm gay and I'm female. So she didn't identify herself by her hard work and want people to judge her by her hard work. She wanted to be a, a judged by her identity, and uh, this, and so now she's playing the role of the victim, which is this preposterous given the field and given Brandon Johnson. But, but she, but she's not. But Dan, she's, but she's not alone. But she's and, and SEIU and and all the yeah. public sector unions that play identity politics the same way she does. So you know that sort of charlatanry is why people tired of Lori Lightfoot. Um, I just uh, wonder if we're going to get different varietals of the same. Uh, race hustle, but from the the, the two perspective, mayoral but, but that victim grievance is not alone. It's not unique to Lori Lightfoot. This is a strategy. This is a tactic of the left. I, I mean, again, for crying out loud, we're, we live in a country where a black woman is a heartbeat away from the presidency. Second most powerful person in the government is a black woman. And yet Lori Lightfoot wants to paint a landscape. This is a country that's so grossly unfair to black women um, it, it's, it's like, boy, you know, you, you, you try to have your cake and eat it too. You know, I'm going to, I, I want to be, I, I, my qualification for a job is because I'm a black woman. And then if I lose, it's because I'm a black woman. Boy, it kind of, kind of, kind of convenient to have it both ways. Well, it's, it's a way to eschew accountability. You know, right. um, what happened on my watch is not my fault. The fact that right. Chicago continues to lead the nation in murders and has every year since I've been mayor. That's not my fault. The economic decline in Chicago, the companies leaving Chicago, the residents fleeing Chicago like it's on fire, which it was several times during her tenure. That's not my fault. So it's got to be somebody else's fault. Oh, it's right. white supremacy. It's the, 
a patriarchal society and so on and so forth. But, you know, I think there's enough people who see through that or to the extent uh, that she wants to wear that cloak, um, they're they're not buying it for her, at least. Well, thank goodness for that. Dan, we always appreciate your insights. Great catching up with you. And, uh, you know, we'll keep fight, you know, live to fight another day. You keep fighting the good fight, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate your time. Take care. Dan Proft, uh, morning host on AM560, The Answer in Chicago. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.